Are you ready? Are you? I am ready for this one. Okay, let's get so, started. Let's do it. Welcome everybody to another episode of The Human Blueprint. I'm Angelo and I'm with I'm Herman. Herman. And today we have an exciting topic to talk about, one that I feel I have a lot of experience with. And so I want this to really hit home with everybody because I went through this for a very long time and it's called personal development. So Herman, are you familiar with personal development? So familiar. A lot of the people we have calls with are in that space or were in that space. I remember before I met you, I was in that space mm -hmm. for, for quite some time, actually. Um, it started with like a documentary for me. I started to learn about the mind and the power of thinking and all that stuff. And then that just led to like books. It led to more videos. It led to really going deep into the rabbit hole. And so for me, I always tell people that like my life changed from it because I started to really understand that I had more power or control than, you know, just doing what everybody else was doing. Like I could actually create. Uh, but then there was like this, feeling of I felt so stuck and I felt like I was such a prisoner to all of the information that was out there and so when I finally found you it was just a breath of fresh air it was like wow I need this so much because I am so stuck and lost because for four years I've been trying to apply everything that I've been reading and listening to and, and watching but my results were zero so mm -hmm. For, for me, it was like having that guidance, having that one-to-one -one mentorship, the ability for me to understand where I'm at and also have the personal guidance was huge. It, it changed everything for me. I agree. And for everyone listening and watching, think of it this way. First impressions are almost everything for most people. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. So... Let's say we were traveling somewhere. Let's say we were going to go to Japan for the first time, Angelo, okay? I've never been. So let's say we're going to Japan. But let's say we show up and everything's in a, a fluster. We don't know where to pick up baggage because the signs are all in Japanese. We don't know where to go and get a car. We don't know where we're supposed to meet people. We don't know where our place is from the airport. We don't know this. We don't know that. We feel all this flustered, right? So picture mm -hmm. like when you first get introduced to more and more information, it's everywhere. But you're bombarded with it, so you're getting an experience where you're overwhelmed, right? Mm -hmm. So think picture like you have all these books, you have all these tapes, you have all these videos, you have all these things, and you're overwhelmed. So that first impression is like, oh, can I even do this? Where do I start, right? Exactly. And so for a lot of us, we have to say, okay, what's going to make that experience better? And you know, when you travel the number one key when you travel that will make or break whether or not you really like that city or whether or not you had a great time is the person who is going to help you enjoy that experience to help you get the most from your experience. Make sense? So if you first landed, all of a sudden the driver's right there. They know how to speak the language. They know how to speak the local language. They know the locals. They know what for you not to do. What, what are the tricks and the scams on the other side? So they're there to help guide you, to give you the best experience possible so they can get you from point A to point B with the least amount of hassle, all of a sudden you think Japan's high on your list. Exactly. 
Make sense? So yeah. same thing when you do personal development, you have all these things, but if you don't have the right person to put the right puzzles of the pieces of the puzzle together, right? And we don't put the pieces of the puzzle together and they don't know which puzzle piece goes here, which puzzle piece goes there, and they just throw more information at you, that's a little dangerous because a lot of people, like you said, go down that rabbit hole and they don't know what they don't know and they don't have the schematics or the necessary blueprint as to how much they could be digesting, how much they should not be digesting. They don't know what they need to digest first, what needs to be digested after. Mm -hmm. I think it all goes back to having a blueprint. So I think the, the key thing that most people are missing when they're going through personal development and doing it alone is they don't know where they where they are. They don't necessarily know what they need to do to get the results that they actually want. And that was me. And so I fell victim to all of the books and, and it got to the point where I almost felt like I was doing it as a chore. I wasn't actually doing it because it was helping me grow. I just did it because it was like part of my, what I thought I should be doing 10 pages a day. And you know what I don't like about that word or those two words, PD, personal development, it's because it creates an isolation. Mm -hmm. Picture you're in detention. Are you learning anything in detention? Are you really learning anything when you sit in the corner of the classroom? Or are you sitting anywhere when you're in the darkest room in the corner of your office and just doing there doing nothing? Are you really learning much? I would say no. But when do you learn the most? You learn the most when you have someone who's done it before you and is able to help build the schematic and with the strategy to get you to execution, to get you to the action, to get you to where you want to be to show you the steps because they've lived the steps. I've seen so many people in the PD space, they have never ever walked once in their own shoes. And what I mean by that is they write a book, they tell you all the things and list all the things and in information, right? And it becomes marketing material. They put it to you, they give it to you, they sell it to you, but they've never done more than 10% of what's written in the book. And most of them didn't even write their own book. Mm -hmm. I found that quite alarming. When I'm sharing stages with these people, they don't even know what's in their book. They need cue cards, they need refreshers, they need rehearsals. And it's like, what is this is acting class? <laughs> exactly. And that was like the biggest thing that I noticed that was different about you is that, you know, we would prepare for an event and we would talk, you would write down three bullet points, three words, and go give a three hour seminar and give real value that you didn't just take it from so-and-so but it actually came from from within from your experience and all of that so that was like i think we should all strive for that right we shouldn't just strive to know it and be able to recite things and make mm -hmm. them sound nice we should be able to just become it and i think that's a big shift that a lot of people should look at making when it comes to personal development not just about knowing it for having something, but just becoming like a better person. That's what it's all about. I completely agree with you. And here's something, and here's a concept that most people don't understand, Angelo. When you look at the best companies in the world, what's the number one thing they focus on more than anything else? Is it developing the culture or the employees? Culture, number one. Culture trumps analytics, culture trumps strategy, culture trumps 
your talent trumps whatever skills you think you have, trumps whatever best person you stole from somewhere else, right? It's the culture. But in order for culture to work, you have to have the right fitment. Culture will never work if you put the wrong person with no culture in the wrong position. Fitment is always key. So when we build this, and let's say PD, personal development, is where you are at, if you are isolated with more books, tapes, videos, and all that, you're just stuck in your head, Angelo, then that's just going to be there in your head. Mm -hmm. It's not here. It's not felt. It's not lived. Okay? Secondly, when it's always in your head, how much culture are you building when you're isolated? But culture is this. Culture is this, right? Culture is expanding. Right. Make sense? And so when you look at the greatest sports teams in sports, since you're a sports guy, the number <laughs> one thing they have, the teams that are doing the best and that the fans will do anything for them and they will live and die and breathe, that team, mm -hmm. culture. Exactly. Right? Yep, they have a winning culture. Exactly. And so for us, if we do PD or personal development and we're isolated, what type of culture does that bring? What type of culture is that developing when you're just by yourself? Mm -hmm. That's like saying you're five years old and you look at the English language and you look in the dictionary. I'm going to teach myself how to read and write English. But you just learned how to speak. How are you going to really learn to develop your math skills, your English skills, your, your vocal skills to prepare yourself for the next grade, for the next grade? But they just throw books at you. Mm -hmm. you need someone to help develop you and bring that culture that winning culture of learning so that it can help you get from point a to point b faster in the most efficient manner yeah so it sounds like one should really strive to surround themselves with people that will help lift them up is that correct and that's what we do so is that more important than let's say like reading a book here's the thing Let's say you did not know how to read, Angelo, and you were dyslexic. Would you say that's an advantage or a disadvantage? I think most people would say that that's a disadvantage. Okay. Do you know who the owner of Virgin is? Is that uh, Richard Branson? Correct. Yeah. See, I, I knew the name. It just had to come. So what is he? I did not know he was dyslexic. Oh, <laughs> did you know what about, um, what's that gentleman, Tom Cruise? Yep. I didn't know he was dyslexic either. He has to have everyone tell him the lines before he does his movie. Wow. But you see, people think it's a disadvantage, but they learn to take something into, and turn it into a talent, turn it into a skill right? Because the greatest people don't necessarily focus on the little things. Their mind was so great. They, were, they weren't worried about the words. They were the visionary. They were focused on creating something. And that's what we need more of. Mm -hmm. We need more creators, problem solvers. We need more people giving us the solutions with shorter timelines. That's what we need. We need the visionaries. We all have the skill. It's just not developed. Yeah. If anything, I think it's almost diminished 
See, to the point that you even forget you even have it. Yeah, I know for me personally, like when I was going through personal development, there is almost like this analytical side of me that was getting pleased or pleasure because it's like, yes, words in a book, um, formulas, things of that nature. But then it, it completely tampers with your creativity, your ability to think big picture, your ability to problem solve, your ability to think independently, um, especially when, you know, you're putting so much value and so much of just so much value on like having to know this information. And then it fuels your ego. Yes. Oh, I know this. I got to tell someone that I know this. I got to show I know more than this person. I, I, I. What about we can develop something together so we can change the world. We can provide this solution so that others don't suffer. We can develop this and build this for the future. Mm -hmm. Make sense. That's where we want to be at. That's culture. And when you look at a lot of people, they don't have a lot of good culture. They are just following what others do. Right. Make sense. Mm -hmm. That's why you have to be very careful. And when you look at culture and you have a superstar team around you, let's say you didn't know how to read. Is that the end of the world? Someone else knows how to read. Someone else knows how to do things. But then you need to focus on, okay, I'm not going to focus on things I cannot do. I'm going to take that energy and apply it to creating something that others aren't. I'm mm -hmm. going to create and focus that energy to make something greater. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. Don't focus on the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. So let's say that somebody is like, let's take the person or the listener that is, maybe in personal development. So for, I, know, I know there's context to everything because they may be in it for different reasons. Um, there's just always context. So mm -hmm. in a general answer, like what, if somebody's in personal development, what could they really do to take a step back and maybe think of like, what is the right direction that they should take based on what their goals are, what their mm -hmm. skills are, and what they're really looking to accomplish? Well, number one, they have to know their starting point. So what I mean by that is, why did they start in that? Mm -hmm. Is it because their friend told it to do to it? Or is it because they want to go to only events to, to feel good for one day and then they don't know what to do with themselves the next day? Is it that they just want to read books because they're totally left brain intellect? Like, well, what's the starting point, right? Once you figure out what the starting point is, then we have to strategize, okay, Let's say your starting point is because you just want to be left brain and be analytical. Okay, then what's your strategy? Because then you need a strategy to execute for your target. But then what is the target? If you don't know where your start is, then you don't know what the target is, then it's very difficult to build the bridge in between to strategize to get you to that target through execution. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they have a start point, but they never finish anything they start. In Chinese, we say yao tao yao mei. Everything that has a head must have a tail, must have a beginning, must have an end. Makes sense? Yes. Now that's wisdom. So if we're going to start something, we have to look at something, peruse it. If you don't know what that word is, look it up. Peruse <laughs> it, make sure it's right for you, so then you can throw your commitment to it if it is. And then you throw the commitment to it 
so you can see it through. And then when you choose to see it through, then you will have the results. You will have that feeling of you've accomplished something great. And then you take that accomplishment and you say, you know, if I could do that, I could do this. I can do this. I can do that. And it just grows and grows and grows. And as long as you keep the ego in check and then you grow and grow those seeds in many, many different areas, then you are invested in the right way. And then when you invest in the right way, then you start to sow better results. And when you start to sow better results, then they start to compound. And the more you help other people do the same, then we have a whole garden. Then we have a whole farm. Then we have a whole big, massive amount of space that we can use as fertile soil to help others create better fertile soil that are younger than us so that they can get to a place that we're at shorter, quicker, faster. Mm -hmm. And that's really the culture. See? Yeah. When you see a farmer, it's the culture of how they would cultivate the food, cultivate the crops so that they can have a harvest. But everyone doesn't see that anymore because they don't want to see all the things that are hard work. They don't want to see all the things of where those came before us, what they had to do and struggle to survive just to make the little bit of ends meet. Mm -hmm. and that's why i highly encourage people to be a little more humble and look at where your food does come from and what it took to get there yeah definitely i mean that was a learning lesson when i first time i ate with you so mm -hmm. i was actually editing a video earlier which will have some new videos coming so if you're not already subscribed uh, please do that so you don't miss out but in the video you're basically explaining the difference between information and the difference between wisdom. And I love the way you put it because you said that wisdom is when like you, so I'm not going to explain it as well as you did in the video, but you're basically saying that wisdom is when you take your grandparents and they pass on their values to their kids and then their kids become better. And then, you know, they pass their values on to their kids so that it's always getting better, that we're always getting better as people and better as humans. But I feel that obviously there's a big disconnection in there because a lot of the values are not there anymore. And so I know that I didn't have many values before I met you, but I think one of the biggest things that I've grown is actually having values. And you see, the more values you have, the more valuable, Angelo, you become. Mm -hmm. And that's and the whole that to the workplace. And that's the goal with personal development. I mean, if you break down what it actually means, you're just developing yourself. And mm -hmm. you, you don't want to develop yourself to become worse. You only want to be better. So I think it's so important to really understand the intention of why you want to study certain things or learn certain things. Like you said, have the starting point, have the why. What is your intention for doing it? And if it, is it going to make you a better person? Mm -hmm. So we should look at something more like culture values. That's what it should be, not personal development. Exactly. Well, that's great. So overall, Herman, I think that a lot of people that are in the personal development, hopefully they could take something from this and just, you know, expand their awareness and grow that because i think that's so important how about i share a little story with you let's do it i'm ready 
You ready? Is everybody ready? Everybody listening ready, right? So let's, let's share a little story. So a lot of people know me because they say, oh, you can read people. Oh, you can read that. Oh, you read this person. I saw you read that person on the video. I saw you do this live. And I say, okay. But they're like, that's so amazing. I say, well, you can do it too. Except the only thing is a lot of people only discover reading to be in a book. I choose to read everything else but the book, which means life itself, right? Everything has its clues. Everyone gives clues. Nature is always given its clues. We just have to be privy to see and notice them so we can feel them, so we can apply them. And so a lot of people, they don't realize they're reading the wrong things. They're listening to the wrong things. They're watching the wrong things. And so they don't get the right results. So we have to change everything that we're feeding, this superhuman computer, so that we're able to make sure that number one, there's enough space. If there's no space, we can't store anything. And we have to make sure that we're always updating our software, right? So that once we're updating the software and then we match it with an updated hardware, right? This hardware, software matched together, then we will never be outdated. We will never become obsolete. And if we're doing culture value, that's what we have to do. It's all about building that initial value, that starting position, and then figure out what's the target. And then we build the bridge and blueprint for the strategy to get there. And when we do that, it is so easy. Once you're clear, crystal clear, it's like a diamond, Angelo. Mm -hmm. You have to have the four C's, right? Clarity, so important. Because if you don't have a, a very good clear position or start, and you don't know what you're selling, what your market is, who your clients are, what you're going after. You don't know what the target is. You don't even know where you are in the position. How much of a market share can you possibly get? You don't know all these things and it's not crystal clear. How's the business going to do? It's not going to grow. Very difficult, right? Very difficult mm -hmm. to scale, very difficult to expand, very difficult to keep afloat, if you will. And so that's why clarity number one. A lot of people, when they read books, 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 information everywhere, audio, video, not so clear. Lots of noise, right? Lots of space taken up. Not enough memory now on, on this disk or this drive, mm -hmm. right? And so there's not enough memory. So let's say now you finally talk to Herman or talk to somebody that can help you, but you feel, you're already all filled up and the drive is completely full. What more can we use to really help if you only want to use what you've read from a book or read from a video or read from somewhere else or heard from someone else. That's why you have to learn that once you acclimate, you save, you save that data, you save it, but then you have to clear it out again. So you have more space for something greater and that external hard drive that's called application, right? Yeah. And last time I checked everything on your phone was run off of application. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, like when you clear it out so that you have more space, that process is really the application so that you embody it, you actually become it so that mm -hmm. it's not something you ne necessarily have to think about or have to have up here. It's more so something that you just do out of nature. Exactly. And this is what we teach. And this is what we do live in person. Because once we're able to read you and tell you exactly where your weak points are, where your strong points are, where your starting point should be, then we're like, okay, this is what your target is. 
then we build that bridge with the strategy and blueprint so you can get the execution to get there faster. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Was that helpful? I think that was really helpful. I think one of my key takeaways from this is the difference between personal development and culture value and also the ability to clear the space because sometimes I will, since I know so much information is out there, I will just have something playing. But even when I'm like, I'm working, I'll say like, Oh, let me listen to a podcast and I'll have something playing in the background, but it actually isn't really doing any good for me because it's just adding more, more noise rather than me actually focusing, listening with intention and then ap applying something. It's more of just, I'm falling victim to all of the information that's out there. Yes, to a certain degree. And that's why you have to be very careful what your battery power and focus is going towards. It's like, let's say you have your phone, Angelo, and you have a thousand apps open. How long is the battery going to last when you're using all of them and you're swiping in and you're going to each and every one of them and checking all of them? How long is that going to last? Not long, maybe an okay. hour. Okay. So when you do what you just said you're doing, you have X amount of battery in this battery for this device, mm -hmm. but then you have all those apps open inside. How much of it is going to last for the day? By the time it's noontime, you're, you're depleted. You got to go charge it up again. Exactly. Right. So that's why if you're working on something, you have to make sure that what you're listening to or what you're going through is never interfering with your production, with your focus. Right. I think that a lot of people can learn from that or benefit from that. And I love the analogy as well. Like having all of the apps open. I know we talked about having all these open cycles as well. Mm -hmm. So, yes. you know, closing those out so that we can use our, our battery for, you know, more focused intention. And then once you have that, you have to make sure that the clarity is paramount because once you have that, everything else can be seen. It's like if you're driving and your windshield is covered in mud, covered in snow, covered in whatever, can you drive? Probably easy, not. Easy question. No, you can't. <laughs> so you have to wipe it away, but it's stuck. It's hardened. So what are you supposed to do? You can't see, but you know you need to move forward in life. You know you can't stand still. You know it's bad to stand still. But yet in life, we stand still. And what happens? We, we, we just live with a dirty lens. Yeah. We just perpetuate the gray area and confusion. Correct. And that's one thing we have to stop doing. We have to stop standing still and we have to learn to get back into motion. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like for everybody listening, everybody watching? What does that look like for you? For me, I know it's having that guidance so that I don't get stuck so that if something comes up, it can be addressed. We can put a solution in place and then we can keep moving. Well, thank you, Angelo. Thank you, everyone listening. Thank you, Herman. And thank you to everybody listening. If you have any thoughts or comments, leave them down below and we'll be happy to, to hear from you. I want to hear about your personal development experience and if this was helpful to hear this. Um, so a couple of things is we have some really exciting things coming. 
So be sure to subscribe and, and stay tuned for all of that. Uh, if you like the video, be sure to give it a thumbs up. And we appreciate all of your support. We really do. And we're, we're excited to continue growing with you. Thank you. Thank you.